and that yeah. hospitality uh, uh, mindset is is how how can I serve them? What does serving people look like when I express love through my words and actions? What what does that look like? Parents, it's time to celebrate. The new On Purpose Parents podcast, a Saddleback Parents podcast has arrived for tips, ideas, and encouragement to help you win at being an on-purpose parent. Welcome back. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Grace. Or good afternoon. Good afternoon. Or what good is evening. it? I don't know what it is. It's, it's still morning time. Producer Chris, good to see you. Thank you. I'm hungry. Grace, you're hungry. It's, it's hungry time. It's hungry, hungry time. That's usually my mode. Wow. Well, that's you today. Yeah, it is. That 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 little uh, roll in music I liked. Yeah. That Our, was pretty so cool. Chris, just help me out. We're doing a different song every week. In hopes of landing on one that becomes our permanent roll-in song, or is it just going to be a different song every week because that's fun? I think just because it's fun, just to kind of mix yeah, things up, get your um, reaction um, to it, see how it makes you feel. Okay, I makes like me that. Feel good. That one, so. was like, that one to me sounded a little bit like a um, Christian song without the lyrics. Oh, huh. Here, yeah, play that. Oh. Splashes. It's called. I thought you'd enjoy it. It's it's not really surferish, but. It has a surfer turn. Jesus term. loves everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It sounds like a, it sounds kind of like a Christian song with the lyrics taken out. Kurt nice. worship session right now. <laughs> okay. Well, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of our On Purpose Parents podcast. So glad that you are taking the time to join us. Mm, yes. Uh, we try to keep the podcast around thirty minutes. Sometimes we're a little bit longer. Sometimes a little bit shorter. Um, and thanks a ton for joining the conversation. And we do hope it's a conversation. And the way that you can, as always, participate in the conversation is to send us a question or a suggested topic mm -hmm. to parents at saddleback.com, parents at saddleback.com with a question, a comment, a yes and, um, maybe about something else we've shared on a podcast. And we, we refer to that stuff and we certainly use it as fodder for upcoming topics and conversations. Yeah. So thanks for those of you who have reached out to us via that email address. Last episode, we did the Q&A, and like we are in a little bit of a habit of doing, we'll usually pick a little bit tougher, or not tougher, maybe just a question that requires a little bit longer mm -hmm. response yeah. to dedicate a follow-up show to. And so that's what we're doing this week. We've got a question that wasn't part of the Q&A last week because we thought, ooh, that we could probably talk for a little while about that. Chris, what is that question? Yeah, so well, there's actually a couple questions that kind of came with the idea of, of health that we came up with. So like one was, how do I get my kid to eat properly? You mm -hmm. know, they're not eating mm -hmm. the right foods or they, you know, another one was how do I get them outside to exercise instead of playing video games gotcha. all the time? Right. Another one is uh, spirit had to do with spiritual health. So mm -hmm. how do I get uh, them to read the Bible? Yep. And, you know, that kind of gotcha. thing. Yeah. So, so we're going to tackle each one of those individually, or we're we rolling it up into one conversation today. I, I think just um, you know what we can do is is use Luke two fifty two as a template that says uh, Jesus grew in. Uh, it's talking about Jesus when he was younger, right? And he grew in uh, wisdom and stature, favor with God and men. Mm, so okay. we kind of look at those four different parts. Uh, Grew in wisdom, that's kind of an intellectual, emotional thing, stature, physical, 
um, favor with God, spiritual, and favor with men is that relational mm. or social Well, you know, piece. Kurt, I don't know if you know, or you, you probably know because it's on our um, website and a resource at Saddleback Parents, but Chris wrote a blog post on this. He did. Um, well, yeah. a, I don't know. I, sh- <laughs> I, 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 I should probably... He wrote a whole blog yeah, post. Yeah, it was on really th- great. It was during New Year's, and it talked about like making New Year's resolutions. And one way you could think about making New Year's resolutions is to use that verse as a guide with your kids. Okay. And we actually well, read the blog post as a family, and we we followed Chris's yeah. guidance. So wait, so Chris has some insight that you guys utilized, and it was helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then here I'm, we're just gonna I'm gonna make a decision here. Oh, um, I'm gonna switch seats with producer Chris. <laughs> I mean, why why would I talk about it? And Chris is over there, and he's the guy that wrote the blog post. In the corner so, over yeah. there? Oh. Let's, are you okay with that, Chris? Oh, we'll switch seats. Like, my who's going to push the different buttons? Oh, my like well. <laughs> okay, well. The Brahm. Trust me, I'll, I'll hit a button or two. Do we trust I will Kurt hit a button or two. At the producer chair? Oh, my goodness. Is there anything? Like, okay. could, could anything go wrong if I'm over there? Um, if, if you don't touch anything i think it'll be okay, okay. but Just i don't, don't know t- sometimes i don't touch stuff in it yeah. and it goes Still wrong the so. only reason we're switching is for the eight people that watch it on youtube okay because you know from a from a listening standpoint we don't need to switch chairs at all but yeah. for the eight people watching on youtube right. they'll see for you the in the YouTube chair watchers? it's more of a we're switching chairs more of a it's more of a posture like Chris is going to sit here as the co-host today <laughs> with some something significant to say. I'm going to slide over to producer Kurt chair and I might chime in if I'm allowed to. <laughs> We're gonna, it's going to be some role. Reverse. Okay. Okay. Enough Let's that. not edit it. Just do it. No, just do it. Wow. I will say this is so exciting for the people who are watching on YouTube. This is a, a milestone, a monumental moment here where our listeners or our viewers on YouTube will get to see what producer Chris looks okay. like for the first time. Oh, this, oh, is, nice. this is a very different perspective over here. Wow, look oh, at this. First of all, the chair is so low that <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> what is happening? Welcome, producer Chris, oh. to the hot seat. Oh, yeah, thanks. How does it feel? And wet, and it's, I, oh. why is it wet? <laughs> Yeah. It's like, is it I wet? Don't know what that I, am, is. I am getting older. <laughs> oh, what my goodness. Oh, what? <laughs> No, what is happening? <laughs> He's touching I had my, the What have you been drinking here? Oh, oh. That's my... Wow. This is how close we are. Mm, little little <laughs> sweet. All right. Just let's taking go. a sip. Let's jump into this thing. Oh, All right. I, I apologize. I'm directing from back here. That's you not can. My job. You no, totally I can. Can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right. We're going to rein it back in. And this is super exciting. We have producer Chris up front and center. And can you share with us again, what is that verse? Because I think that is going to be what guides our conversation yeah. this morning. Well, it's Luke 2.52. Yeah. And uh, the scripture says that Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature in favor with God and mm-hmm. people. Yeah, that's so good. And you were already talking about it. I think some of the times when parents talk about, oh, I want my kid to be healthy, mm-hmm. we really do sometimes just focus on one part of what it means to be human. But I love how in in your blog post, how you drew our attention to, you know, God has made us like multifaceted, like we're physical, we're spiritual, we're emotional. We also can grow in intellect. There's so many ways that we can be healthy. Mm -hmm. And so I think today we're just going to go through each of those categories. Each of those categories really could be a full series on its own, if we're being fair. I mean, so much you can talk about. But I think for today, with producer Chris, 
we're just going to hit maybe some key high-level thoughts on each of these areas just to get a taste of what some things we could do in those areas to help our kids grow and be more healthy yeah. in those areas. Um, so I can kick it off if that's okay. So the first area that you mentioned was emotional. And I think for um, me, one tip or suggestion to help kids be healthy in this area has been um, something that um, I forget who taught this to us early on, but there actually was a parent that gave us this advice was to understand the power of labeling feelings mm. and helping our kids grow in their vocabulary of feelings. And so there's this one brain imaging study I wanted to share. It was done by psychology professor Matthew Lieberman of UCLA. Okay. And he showed um, people a bunch of faces that were expressing really, really strong negative emotion. And then they would image and see what would be the activity in their brain. And when they showed people these images, the amygdala or the, the panic mode of the brain would get um, triggered. Hmm. But when they asked the participants to label the emotion, what what is that person feeling? Like immediately the activity from the brain went from the amygdala to the you know, front part of the brain where you can have a more rational, the part of the brain that governs rational thinking. And so what they were finding in their research is that labeling an emotion, so applying rational words to a fear, really disrupts that raw intensity of that emotion. And so I think one suggestion I would have for parents who are wanting kids to be emotionally healthy or grow in their health on the emotional well-being mm -hmm is to really promote that vocabulary of mm. emotion. And there's, you know, a lot of actually great, cute tips out there, like on Etsy or on Amazon that shows, you know, for younger kids, like different facial expressions and the words that are associated with it that might be more than just happy or sad. It might be more complex, like confused, lonely. Um, but that giving those words to your kids can really empower them to grow in health in that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. You know, whenever I listen to you like on the <laughs> podcast and stuff, I'm like, you are so intelligent. And oh, it's because goodness. you're so well read. Oh. <laughs> you love to read and study and learn and grow. And then you and Sam together, you talk about it and you implement it. And, oh, well, thank you. Oh, yeah. It's, that, wow, Kurt, look at this. Great <laughs> look at all these compliments that I'm getting. Hey, from... what are you touching over there? <laughs> I, can I, I, I don't know how to Stop mute. touching that. How can I mute Chris's microphone? <laughs> He's really. I'm so. I'm getting my insecurities. He's never said anything remotely close to that when he's oh referencing. Well, maybe start me. reading some of the stuff well, I write, and well, then. Oh, yeah. that's hey. why. But it's yeah. it's you know you were talking about the emotional piece. It, it started making me think about you know wh when did we start doing this, Tina and I, with our family? Mm -hmm. You know the Luke two fifty two template that yeah. we did. And, you know, we took that, you know, Jesus, Jesus grew in wisdom. So we, we went at it from an intellectual and emotional standpoint. We thought, as we talk with our kids about this throughout, uh, you know, start at the beginning of the year, include them in the conversation, allow them to share where they would like to be, mm -hmm. and then talk through how they're going to get there, right? So we would talk about basically what, what's, what's one habit mm -hmm. that you want to start doing that will help you get to this, this point? 
So for some, for some of them, when we were talking, it would be, uh, you know, we have three adult kids now, but they were, you know, when they were younger, they would choose, um, you know, grades. Some of them would, would say, oh, I want to get a particular grade in a particular class. Uh, some people uh, or one of our kids would say uh, that they just want to read a certain number of books, mm. you know, that, that type of thing. And Tina and I always made sure that we did the same thing as them. Right. So what we would do is we would put some goals out there, too, and some habits. And then uh, and then we would all encourage each other throughout the year at different points. Um, and um, yeah, and we still do that so with good. our with our family text and that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. that's so great. I mean, that really did um, help our family when we talked about New Year's, because at New Year's, when we talked about our New Year's resolutions, because at New Year's, it could just be like overwhelming. Like, what is our goal, right? Yeah. Like what, especially when talking about with kids, it's like, well, I don't know, what is my goal this year? And thinking about the different ways that we could frame our goals into these categories was was great. And uh, and also, like you said, talking about, about habits. Um, so another area that you mentioned that the verse shows us that's part of our humanity is our social well-being. And we talk about that a lot in this podcast, directly and indirectly, about being interdependent um, and how that's part of becoming healthy is learning how to interact with other human beings Mm -hmm. and do that well. So just a couple things, um, suggestions that I have under this area for any parents that are looking to help their kids become healthier in terms of the social well-being side of life is um, two things. One was with our kids, we've practiced uh, doing small talk Mm. and doing icebreakers in social gatherings. What we noticed was sometimes with our kids, when we went to a gathering with friends, they would be really um, awkward. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, I mean, your kids, I mean, Mm -hmm. adults were awkward too, especially when we're meeting new people, but we wanted to help them. Okay. It doesn't have to be so awkward. Like we let's practice some tips of how you could strike a conversation with someone. Yeah. So we role played at That's home. That's so great. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, okay, th- these are just three things you could do when you meet someone new, <laughs> say your name, give the other person a compliment, but be sincere about it Yeah. and then ask them a question. And so, so we would, great. we would practice that. And so it's just something small like that is um, something that can help the social well-being side of things. And one other thing that I wanted to share was in terms of being healthy on the social side is to focus on teaching kids as they grow um, healthy boundaries Mm. with relationships. So Mm -hmm. this conversation started more recently when um, through some experiences that Karis had. Karis was part of a jogathon at school, which is like you you'll run one day and you fundraise up until that event for school and it's raising money for the school. But if you raise certain levels of funds, you get certain prizes. Like you might get a slinky or you might get a Target <laughs> gift card or yeah. a Starbucks gift card. So she got a certain level of fundraising, thank you to you know generous friends, and got all these gift cards. And then she said when she came home, she said, oh, you know, friend number A said, oh, you got a Starbucks gift or, you know, or, or like a Target gift card. Yeah. Like, can I have it? <laughs> and then multiple friends were like, oh, you got this. Like, can I have it? And Kara said, 
Yes. Okay. You know, because you didn't get one. I feel bad. Here you go. So she gave away all her gift cards. Oh. So it was an interesting conversation when we came home. It was, um, or, or at home, we were like, well, that's wonderful, you know, that you felt that you wanted to be generous. But it was a really interesting conversation of, um, did you feel forced to do that? Did you feel like if you didn't, they would not be your friend? Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you had a choice? And and that's where we started talking more about what are healthy boundaries? Because um, it's easy to have unhealthy boundaries growing up socially mm -hmm. where we take on too much ownership of other people's feelings. Right. Like if, and, and, or we put on too much responsibility to somebody else for our own feelings. Yeah. And so one of the things that we are trying to really emphasize with our kids is I'm responsible for my feelings and you're responsible for yours. And, and that shouldn't disrupt what we think is good decision-making because we're worried. Oh my goodness. Like, what are you, what are you going to think of me? Yeah. Or you're placing this burden on me like that I must do this or else you're going to be sad. And now that's my responsibility. And, and like, when do you initiate these conversations with your daughter? Like when, when will you start talking about, you know, issues like with friends and stuff like that? Yeah, it pretty, it happens pretty organically. Like when they actually have experiences in their day-to-day -day life and they, they come bring it back, you know, a story back and then, that will get Sam and me thinking like, oh, what do we think about her giving away all her gift cards? Like, right. is that okay? Is it not? So I think that's sort of what triggers it. It yeah. does require us to be um, like present because yeah. sometimes our kids might be bringing issues to us and we're just like super busy and distracted. We're like, oh, okay, okay, cool, bye. You know, like yeah. let's, you know, next, you know, we'll talk about it later. Um, but if we're present, which is something I really need to practice, it allows these conversations to happen, but yeah. yeah. And yeah. Happening, na happening naturally is, you know, that, I think that's great. And it's, so with our three kids, yeah. we had two of them that were super easy to talk with and, and, and sharing and that kind of thing. And then there was the boy. Oh, and yeah. the boy, <laughs> you would have to drag stuff out of that guy, right? But I think uh, being intentional about even asking questions like that for mm -hmm. them, you know, hey, how's it going with teacher and coach and friendships is, is, is there anything that's, that's bothering you or, you know, and then, and then, so some questions like that would, would, uh, with my son in particular kind of bring out things, you know, where the girls would share more, you could tell what was going on with them, you know, something, something was up with them and then they would, they would share, but yeah, I, and I loved what you said about role playing and kind of prepping them in situations with, that gosh that's so that's so important yeah. one of the things that we would tell our kids is uh basically you put a 10 on everyone's head you know scale to one to ten every, you, you're not better than anybody mm -hmm. right and that kind of came from our uh, our values that mm -hmm. we had talked about you know we shared that in another episode and we had five values that all started with the letter h right mm -hmm. health mm -hmm. was one of them and honesty was another humility um, hardworking and hospitality. Those were kind of the five that, that we went with, but thinking about, uh, humility and we want to be humble, you know, but well, what's hum humble mean? It's not this fake sense of, oh man, you know, you're better than me. Right. Mm. But it's not, th it's not thinking that you're better than other people, right? You're not above other people. And that hospitality, uh, uh mindset is, is how 
how can I serve them? What does serving people look like? When I express love through my words and actions, what, what does that look like? You brought up the compliment, and that was kind of another thing that we called the 30-second rule. So 30-second rule is within the first 30 seconds that you come into contact with adults, you know, child, you know, student, whatever, that you would, um, that you would give them a compliment. Mm-hmm. And, and as you get to know them more, the compliments go deeper instead of just nice hair. Mm-hmm. But, oh, you know, I th- you, you were really good at this or I appreciated when you did that, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, but a lot of it was role playing at home and, and helping mm-hmm. them be, uh, you know, successful or healthy uh, socially in, yeah. and in their relationships. Those are so good. Yeah. And I feel like you just like you said, where you role play. I can see how you do that so well because you do live out the values that you say. I mean, even just like how you complimented me earlier, which is like, mm. oh my goodness, that you feel embarrassed and awkward, but it's also very affirming and you do that really well. And I could see when kids see their parents doing that to other people or to themselves, it's such a such a good modeling and mm. such a good teacher. And a lot of the things that you just said can really help kids become healthier socially and how to interact with other people, having humility, you know, showing people, other people um, that honor and, you know, dignity of yeah. that you're a 10. That's like such an awesome thing to yeah. ingrain in your kids. And yeah, also really good point. Thanks for raising that kids may be different in the amount of things that they're willing to share about what's going on socially. Right. So, it's okay to ask, mm-hmm. you know, they may not answer, but it's okay to be like, Hey, you know, are you doing okay? Like, are your friendships okay? Are your relationships doing okay? And, and I'm here to talk to you about it. If not, whenever you're ready, yeah, um, is, is really, really good. All right. So let's turn to physical, um, mm-hmm. the other area of health, because we are physical people. And actually this one is probably the one that most people would think about when we say we're going to talk about becoming healthy Healthy, or raising healthy kids, most people will probably gravitate towards, oh, are you talking about, you know, being healthy physically? Um, And and this one is so talked about a lot, right? Like even with adults, like how can we become healthier? New Mm -hmm. Year's resolutions are usually like losing weight or things like that. And the one thing I wanted to share on this category or area of our, our humanity is to find ways to show your kids how you honor and appreciate the body God has given you. Mm. Um, so after I've had kids, uh, you know, going through pregnancy, a lot of things happen. Like your body <laughs> goes through, I, you can't relate to this, so I'll just, you know, but there are listeners and moms who are listening that can relate to this, but your body changes. It's yeah. not the way it was before. And one of the things that was different is um, for me, I got, and it's very common, you get these stretch marks mm. on your belly. So there are these like deep grooves in mm. your skin, whereas before it was nice and smooth, not, not so much. And so when I, uh, my kids were younger, you know, they would look at my belly and be like, what are these? Like, <laughs> what, are, what are all these like squiggly lines? Yeah. Um, and I remember making an intentional, because I, I would personally feel insecure about it. Mm. But I remember intentionally thinking with my kids, and I'm going to lean into this, is I'm going to be proud of the body that I have. Mm. And so to, and Zoe, my youngest one, latched to this most, but I would say like, oh, these lines, 
this is my trophy. This is my trophy mm. that is the sign of accomplishment for me of giving birth to you. And I'm so proud of that. Mm. I'm so proud that my body was able to carry you and deliver you and and you're so special and and it's a trophy. It's like what an amazing thing. And so what's great is that Zoe like has no other reference of how to interpret stretch stretch marks. So she'll come up to me, she'll see that, she'll give me hugs, she'll burrow her head into my belly and be like, oh, the trophy. Or sometimes she'll be like, can I see your trophy? Like, so she references my belly as the trophy. And, and I think part of it is there's so much, especially I think for women or for girls, for our daughters and, but for boys too, and sons, there's so much out there that is defining how we should feel about our bodies. Yeah. But as parents, we can be that interpreter. Mm -hmm. We can define how we view our own bodies. And and what's great is that once you get into that habit of honoring our bodies, not speaking down about it, not Mm -hmm. like letting our own insecurities spill over to how we talk about our bodies to our kids, it I think will naturally promote a desire to take care of our bodies. Mm. Oh, okay, to that's good. To eat healthier or, or eating healthy to take care of our bodies is a wonderful thing because our bodies are awesome. Yeah. It allows us to do great things. And so that's, I mean, without going into like how to, you know, just eat healthier, because I think there's <laughs> a lot of resources out there. I did want to just kind of share that that perspective. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, you brought up a great point about that really gets down to comparison too, and just how bad comparison can be mm. that either you're feeling really bad about yourself because you don't look a particular way or you're feeling really good about yourself because mm. you don't look a particular <laughs> way, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's that, that, that pride or just really feeling bad. But, mm. um, but I, I think, you know, as we, as we talk about what health looks like and, and in general, when we're speaking in, in each of these areas, we want to raise healthy adults, right? Mm-hmm. And when they're adults, we want them to be healthy And one of the big ways to do that is model it ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? So when we take that physical aspect of it, that's, that's, you know, one of the areas I look at is that I have regret about when Mm -hmm. I look in the past and think, gosh, I, I, I should have did a much better job. I mean, Mm -hmm. I could think about that in, in so many different areas, right. Of of parenting and we don't want to live in that, but visiting it once in a while and being yeah. like, ah, oh, and then kind of encouraging parents in a different mm-hmm. way. Like, Hey, don't do what I did with that. You know, do. but one of the things that we would talk with our kids about in physical health was just what it looked like. So, uh, as it relates to, Hey, here's some components of physical health. Sleep is mm-hmm. a big one, you know, that yeah. you, we need to get sleep. Um, drinking water is a big one right? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what you're putting in your body, the types of food you're eating. So kind of educating them on, uh, on that. Um, the, the exercise, you know, working out mm-hmm. and, and that type of thing. And then also supplements, you know, and taking vitamins and mm-hmm. things like that. Right. So we would, we would kind of talk through those different pieces and talk through, Hey, what habits do we want to start? And I remember uh, one time, and and some of them were just really small ones. One of the habits that I wanted to start uh, health-wise for the year, uh, when we did this at the beginning of the year, was uh, instead of half and half in my coffee, I want to put in something that's healthy. So it would be like uh, collagen 
powder oh, okay. and, you know, some yeah. superfoods, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm not going to use this inflammatory cream or I'm going to use something different, right? And then starting that off and then the kids kind of would jump in with, oh, what I'm going to do is, you know, give up Coke. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not going to drink, you know, th- those types of things. But yeah, I right. think when you when you do it as a family and not make it such a directive, it's that's kind of mm-hmm. the best way to go. So make it more conversational and um and then they'll talk about the benefits of it but but afterwards so they can feel that um you know oh here's the result Mm -hmm. because i had a good night's sleep i felt good throughout the day right or uh because i didn't you know then um I, I just felt bad and I was on it. Right. So you can talk through benefits with them and that kind of thing and, and process that. Right. And them. they can experience like the law of natural consequences. And yeah. you mentioned this earlier on too. It's, it's building these small habits, like becoming healthy isn't something you do overnight. Yeah, It's like a process. It's a journey. It's, it really small starts with really, really small steps, like yeah. switching out your half and half and yeah. putting a uh, collagen in it. And it doesn't have to be really grandiose. It could just be these yeah. small things. And that is such a great and example. Grace, you know, what's so important with all of these areas too is, is routine. Mm. So what is our daily routine? What does our re- weekly routine look like? And then the routine becomes the habits, right? right? And then the habits become the things that we do ultimately who, who we are so if we want to be healthy in a particular way we have to have these particular habits and to get these habits we need to include them in our routine right so yeah. that's a that's a huge piece yeah just a real quick aside one of the things that you said reminded me my dad when we were younger about health the physical side of health would always say chew your food a hundred times you know and i'd be like <laughs> okay whatever but really what he was trying to convey is we should appreciate and enjoy the food that mm. we're eating. And that yeah. also helps us um, get pleasure out of life, which God has you know, created us to experience because he gave us taste buds. Yeah. Like That's something we that's used good. to talk with, with our kids is he didn't have to. We don't have to have taste buds. We can yeah. just eat to survive. But there is joy in eating. You know, There's pleasure in eating. And when we take the time to savor it and teach our kids like is was that crunchy was that salty was that sweet and to recognize and oh you know these fresh vegetables are let's describe it sometimes we'll do that too like pretend like we're at a cooking show and describe the foods and i think all of that making it tangible but enjoying it and then kind of giving that gratitude back to god thank you i'm going to enjoy this food can kind of just kind of bring a little bit of health around um, sometimes where it could be a lot of unhealthy things that exist in the world when it comes to physical appearance or yeah. physical health. Yeah. yeah. You know, so much of, of parenting too is modeling and it's, and it's also conversation with yeah. your kids, processing it with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not the uh, do as I say, not as I do right. type thing. Right. It's like, we need to model these things. So how can we do it? And we even can share uh, to some extent, our struggles with our children oh, when, yeah, we're, when we're going through certain things. And even now, you know, my, my uh, one of my daughters is uh, in her late 20s. And what we do is we, we text each other every day 
and uh, and it has to do with the physical piece, oh. right? So, um, yeah, just encouraging each other, keeping each other accountable, that kind of thing. But this kind of started way back when the kids were, you know, real little oh, with, yeah. with different things. Right. And, yeah. Like you have established that root, you know, mm-hmm. and now that you have adult kids, mm-hmm. your, your relationship can continue in encouraging one another yeah. to grow in health. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about, what have we talked about? We've talked about emotional well-being. We've talked about social well-being. We just talked about physical well-being. So our last one, as guided by the verse that you shared, Chris, is spiritual. Yeah. And how can we help our kids grow in their spiritual health? Um, Like we talked about small habits, small things. One thing that my family and I do or have done over the years, every night is we just pray together before we go to bed. So something small like that, you could just be building mm-hmm. in a small habit. But um, the the main, I guess, encouragement that I would give, that I wanted to give on this was to lean into storytelling. Mm-hmm. And, and this might be more relevant with parents with younger kids, but if we can find ways to bring Bible stories to life or the lessons that Jesus has taught us to life, not just like as a command, but as a story, it is so effective in getting deep into their soul and their psyche and and starting to be something that they can remember more easily, but then tap into Mm -hmm. as they also develop in their understanding of spiritual things and and they say you know storytelling is like the oldest form of education like cultures have done this right like you just pass on story um, from generation to generation and i think by leaning into stories it really does help underscore to our kids that spiritual health is not about a checklist of doing things that make you a good person Mm -hmm. it's about relationships Mm because stories are usually a journey of someone's experience that they've gone through or how they've interacted with other people. And it really highlights that that is the heart of what our faith means. It's to love God and to love other people. It's what Jesus said is the greatest commandments. Um, So a couple of things, you know, there's a lot of resources, but a couple of things that our family, our girls really likes is um, Bible Come Alive. That's like on YouTube, but they take the stories and um, they, they tell the stories uh, the Bible stories in a really fun and creative animated way. Mm-hmm. But also, and I mentioned this in an earlier podcast, your story hour, it's just audio. It's not visual. They've been around for years. Cause I listened to them when I was little on cassette tapes, but they have great stories. Like they do all the Bible stories, but they also do like biographies. They do fiction stories and they, they're all like rooted in principles of faith and scripture. And our kids end up like referencing those stories a lot when we talk about different situations in our current real life. Like, oh, you're in this situation. This was kind of like that story, you know, where the person felt where she was really nice to her friends, but really mean to her family or, you know, mm. um, and what does it mean to be like a hypocrite or, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and the stories really help, I think, model what the heart of God is. And so as parents, like tap into that. Um, I recently had an opportunity to talk to someone who shared her testimony with me, her story, her journey, the things, the difficult things that she's been through. And it was so inspiring that 
that evening during dinner, I shared it with the kids as well. Like I kind of recounted everything like play by play. And there's opportunities like that we have as parents, like to convey other people's stories too, not just our own, but to keep our eyes open for stories and not to be afraid to be like the master parent storyteller when it comes to <laughs> thinking about helping our kids grow spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's good. So, you know, when I think about what what is our on purpose parents, you know, what what is this this whole thing about mm-hmm. and what we're doing? And it's really, you know, we say we want to help parents win. Mm-hmm. What do we want to help them win at? Well, being an on purpose parent. Well, what is an on purpose parent? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a parent who's focused on raising their kids to become interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who desire to make a kingdom contribution. And in that, we find our five purposes or, you know, like what Kurt said uh, in, in a previous episode of basically Cliff Notes of the Bible right. is that God, w- what we're here for, why we're on this planet is to love God and love people. And what does that look like? That That's what we say is healthy or what we call purpose-driven or on-purpose parenting is doing mm-hmm. those things. So when we look at the spiritual element of our kids, are they being healthy? How we're we're raising our kids that way. How how do we do that? What does that even look like? And that's basically what we've put this uh, you know ministry this this group of people serving to to help parents figure out what yeah. what that is. So we have a, a there's like seven blogs that are up now defining, hey, here's what an on-purpose parent is, here's how to be one overview, and then each of the ages and stages we mm-hmm. kind of go through. And so so check that out, onpurposeparents.com slash blog, and that'll that'll get you right into where our blogs are at. But when we're, when we're looking at uh, being an on-purpose parent and helping our kids spiritually out that is that when they become adults they'll be healthy that Mm -hmm. one day truth truth is all of us are going to stand before jesus and what we want to hear is well done from him Mm -hmm. right so we're helping our kids get to that point and um parenting is so hard yeah Yeah. right (laughs) it is it is the most important job on the planet there's nothing more important than that and it's also the toughest job on the planet. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can't do it alone. Yep. You, you definitely need God's power, so to stay connected to him. And you need the support of other people. And we want to be there. You know, that's why we say we're, we're your people, we're your friends, we're, we're here for you. And we're going to keep making podcasts and blog posts and other resources that um, that, that'll help you win in these particular areas. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you so much, producer Chris, with (laughs) your blog posts sort of inspiring this whole thing. And you're absolutely right. Our vision, our goal, our heart's desire is to go alongside parents that are on this very challenging journey, but also beautiful journey, but exhausting journey, but also thrilling journey. I mean, it's like one of those like whiplash. You could be high one moment (laughs) and low the other, but we want to walk alongside parents and help parents for themselves and their kids become healthier. And as Jesus said, I've come to give life and life to the fullest. We want John 10, 10. 
Oh, thank you. There Favorite you go. scripture. Yeah. Love that. It's we want for ourselves as parents to live that full life God desires for us and to be able to pass that to our kids. And we'll just wrap it up by saying, if you've listened to this podcast and something struck out at you, I know there was a lot of things we talked about. If it's just one thing, that's totally fine. You don't have to be absorbing everything. Just walk away with one small nugget that you might be able to apply in your life. Or if you're feeling a little overwhelmed that there's so much to do, please don't feel like you are inadequate because what we're we're trying to do is really just put a lot of things out there and hopefully something sticks that encourages and we're going to continue this journey on with you it's not done overnight and we're going to be there right alongside with you so thank you all for joining us for another episode a very special one with producer chris and we'll see you all next time we love you guys and we love your family Bye. bye everyone Thanks for joining the On Purpose Parents podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can help us by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. If you're listening on our Saddleback Parents YouTube channel, please like and leave a comment. Also, remember to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. You can connect with us by texting the word parents to the number 83000, following us on Instagram at Saddleback Parents, and emailing your comments to parents at saddleback.com. As a huge thank you, you can browse our hundreds of free resources at onpurposeparents.com, all created to help you win at parenting. We'll catch you next time.